What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dual Soccer Shotcast, episode 176. I'm your host, Tony Polanco, and today it's just me and Mr. Jorge Jimenez. Sorry, I'm trying to hack the podcast to make it funny. Just oh, no. <laughs> and you made the and you made your screen go blurry <laughs> while you hacked it. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna, you know what we're going to talk about today. Look at the title of this damn thing. This was the, the one show where I actually had a title before I even started it. Watches the watchdogs. Uh, before we start, I forgot to do this last week. I'm gonna do it now. I want to thank Mr. Sean Daly for creating our awesome new intro and outro music. I asked for eight bit, you know, chip tune stuff, and he delivered. It's fucking awesome. So thank you, Sean, for that. All right, new game releases. I will do them this time, and this time I'm ready. Okay, for the week of May 25th to June 1st, the year of our Lord. Optimus Prime, we're going to go for that. We got Watch Dogs for the PS3, Xbox 360, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and PS3. No Wii U. With the slight. <laughs> but I thought the Wii U could run everything, everything else could. Oh, yeah, anyway, keep on. <laughs> uh, we got the Sly Cooper collection. I will be reviewing that for you guys very soon. Uh, that's for the PS Vita. Uh, also for the PS Vita, we got Mind Zero. Uh, looks like a Japanese game. Uh, Ace Combat Infinity for the PS3, uh, Monster Mon Piece uh, for the PSN, um, for the PS Vita looks like, um, Lemmings Touch the PS Vita, Final Fantasy 3 for the PC, yes, that's a very good game, um, Arkham Asylum for the Ouya, Ouya gets Batman. Yes, finally. I want to uh, play three. I want to play four-year-old games on my new. <laughs> uh, Mega Man Extreme Two, spelled with an X, no E in front of it, uh, for the 3DS. Gravity Badgers for the Wii U. There you go. Wii U gets a game. Um, actually, no. We next. All these games are for the Wii U now. Um, Clona Empire of Dreams. Clonoa. That's that was on. That was Listen. on PS One, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The blue lady. Yeah. Was that a lady or a guy? I couldn't tell. Probably a lady. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Um, didn't Alyssa review that already? Mario Kart 8? Yeah. Or yeah, that was a game that... Uh, the game It actually came out on the 20th, but we had review copies since the beginning of May. It was one of those games Nintendo wanted to get in as many hands as possible, and they're like, there is no embargo on this. As soon as you're done with it... They, that's when you know a company has confidence in the game, where it's like, listen, we, we gotta sell some fucking Wii U's, get Mario Kart in as many people's hands as possible so they can say yeah. great things about it. But yeah, it's weird when you do read a review and it's like, hey, review's up, it's the 10th, also it won't come out for another 10, 15 days. And you're like, oh, but it's really yeah. good. So yeah, I guess we must have brought this up a couple of weeks ago. I was like, wait a minute, because I'm used to when the game comes out, it's when the review comes out too, but okay, right. that's that's cool. Cool to me. Uh, actually, there's a couple of different versions of Mario Kart 8. There's a regular one, um, Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, um, Wii U X Mario Wii Remote, uh, Red Wii Wheel Bundle. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's probably some goofy wheel thing. Yeah, uh, Mario Kart 8 Limited Edition Nintendo Worldwide Store Exclusive. I guess that's the download version. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we have the Stomping Ground for the PC. It has a T Rex on it, so I'm assuming it has dinosaurs in it. I'll play it. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool. Can't complain about dinosaurs. All right, so let's talk about some of the features. So, yeah, we talked about uh, Mario Kart. So <laughs> Alyssa wrote this hilarious uh, editorial about it. The title was like, um, The AI Hates You and Wants Your Parents Dead. <laughs> that is by far my favorite title for any headline we've written in a while. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, that's brilliant. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. It's a headline where you actually don't even need to read the article. You can kind of get the gist of it, and you're like, 
okay. I, and somehow I totally agree with her. <laughs> I've never played, but I agree with her too. Um, yeah, Dana did something for the eShop AR cards. Um, I guess they got some new ones, so that's always cool. Um, I don't know. What do you think about the whole AR thing, even considering, you know, Watch Dogs has some of that? What do you think about augmented reality? I'm, I'm kind of iffy about it. I think it's kind of gimmicky. I mean, it is gimmicky. It's you know, it's one of those hey, it, it, you know, the gamification of real life. It's like hey, you can do st- <laughs> you can do stuff out there in the real world, and it's like eh, some of that's kind of cool. There was this one game, I think a UK company made it, where you had to scan barcodes of just random products, and you could get little monsters from it, and they could fight for you, almost like Pokemon. So yeah. you had to go out into the world and do that kind of thing. And like that was a neat. Or was it a is it Puppeteer or uh, Tearaway that, like, you know, you have to scan stuff in real life? Oh, Tearaway, Tearaway. Right, yeah. yeah, and you had to scan stuff in real life in order to get some, you know, in order to move on in the game. It's like, oh, find something green to scan. You're like, oh, shit, i got to find something green. So, I mean, I think put in that way is fine, but it's going to be a while since we see, like, you know, games that are just, no, this is all augmented reality. Play in the streets, man. It's going to work. Yeah, that'd be pretty nuts. And then um, I had to write, uh, I, I call these feel-good editorials. I wrote one about, you know, my experience with arcades because, you know, because most of the, the fans, that at least that I know, are in their early 20s and they haven't really experienced the arcades the way I did. I'm in my early 30s, so I just wanted to wax nostalgic on that. George, I know you've been to a couple of arcades, though. So yeah, I mean, I'm in my late 20s, so I was kind of in the final last dying breath of arcades when they were around. Uh, when I was super young, I, I saw a lot of arcades but weren't allowed to go in there because there were the that was where kind of like the the more uh, what's a nice way of saying really shitty people? But, <laughs> uh, That's it, just keep it like that. <laughs> yeah, like the worst humanity has to offer would kind of congregate at least the arcades that were by my neighborhood. So I wasn't allowed to go in there until I was maybe in high school. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean I always had fun. They, they were just, you know, you just go to the hangout, get a couple bucks and quarters, play some Street Fighter, um, I I liked going to like big big places that had like climb in machines where you can do like your outrun but you're sitting in the car seat with the shift knob thing. Yeah, those were or, awesome. Or virtual on where you had to climb into an actual cockpit and they closed in. You had these fucking joysticks and you were like maxing doing all that shit. Like I kind of miss those experiences because those you know it's tough to replicate those one of a kind. You know that that's a one of a kind experience where it's like exactly. It's really tough to simulate getting inside a cockpit that vibrates and you got speakers everywhere. And, you know, you just don't see that anymore because these fucking machines are expensive, you know. Not to say they don't do them anymore. They're just, you know. Yeah, I mean, in Japan, they haven't gone away. They still have them. But, yeah, I, there was a time where, like, the arcades were the ultimate gaming experience, you know. That's where you did your socializing and everything. The arcades I went to, I didn't really went into too many of the stereotypical ones like you talked about with shady people. That's the nice way of saying it. Shady people. <laughs> um, no, they were awful you know, people. <laughs> yeah, no, they, were, they were nicely lit. They 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 were clean. You know. Uh, I mean, if you if you had a favorite pizzeria, you probably had. They probably had three or four arcade machines kind of stuffed in the back to get out of the yeah. way. So something like Sunset Riders, which maybe one of the best arcade games ever. That cowboy one. Oh, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, um, with me, I like I went to a few like actual arcades, but most of the time when I played arcade games, they were in bodegas or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the guy just has an arcade cabinet, and um, when, like when Street Fighter came out, Street Fighter Two, after school, that's all we did. Go there, you know, play some Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. When I came out, that was a big one too. All the Capcom games, they used to play all those in the arcades. It was great stuff. I mean, that was one of the first like gaming experiences I had when I came to this country. I was like, what's that big box? <laughs> Like I didn't even know because I didn't I never even heard of a video game before I came. These are where games live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was cool. Play my the first arcade game I played was Golden Axe Two. Love that fucking game, man. 
so yeah, I definitely wanted to do a nice little feel-good editorial. And yeah. um, I mean, since consoles came out, you know, since the birth of consoles happened, that was kind of the decline of the arcade. Because to get these really cool gaming experiences, you really only had one place to go. But if you told me it's like, wait, I can play Mortal Kombat at home for like essentially for free, and I don't have to spend twenty dollars in quarters facing just random dudes who kick my ass. No, fine, I'll do that. It's better. Yeah, exactly. And then the interesting thing I talked about this in the article is about how you know how nowadays we have the whole. PC versus consoles. Back then, it was car- arcades versus consoles because arcade graphics could not be beaten. So people would always mm-hmm. be like, "Oh man, I want to look. I want to see the game the way it's supposed to look. I got to go to the arcade." Mm-hmm. Because I mean, yeah, it's nice to play Mortal Kombat at home, but it wasn't looking as good as it did in the arcade, you know? Oh yeah, and I mean, and, and they tried. I mean, like the 32X was probably the one that was like comparable because there was one like there was one great game I love, Cosmic Carnage, was kind of like the sci-fi fighting game where you could chop off people's limbs and they'd have to fight with like. I can fight armless now. Like those are great. Um, I mean, what was the other one? The uh, was it not the Neo Geo? Yeah, Neo Geo was. Neo like, Geo this, was an arcade. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the cabinet. And like, holy shit! And that was, you know, if you were hardcore and just tons of disposable income, like man, people just must have made more money back in the day just to throw away just random bullshit. Because if you tell me now, twelve hundred dollars on a console, I would slap you in the mouth. And, and that's then, how much it cost in the nineties. Imagine how much yeah. it would cost now. Can you imagine? And then the games were roughly like $200 because they just could charge whatever the fuck they want for games. And it was crazy. I mean, we all knew someone who had a Neo Geo or kind of like knew of someone who knew someone that had a Neo Geo. And I was yeah. like, man, that is crazy. That guy is rich. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much you have to be rich. You can't just buy that on a whim. You know, today I think I'm going to buy a Neo Geo. It doesn't work like that. No. Oh, God. It's nuts. But yeah, um, for me, um, that's one of the main reasons I bought the Sega Saturn because the um, Capcom arcade games were almost exactly the same on that mm-hmm. console. There was like almost no difference. And that was a big thing for me because I would play these games, but then I want to play them exactly as I play them in the arcade at home. So that was great for that. But yeah, you're right. I, I guess when consoles started becoming more powerful, it was like... There's no <laughs> point. No. <laughs> yeah, there's no point anymore. It's like Virtua Fighter 3 on the Dreamcast doesn't look that bad <laughs> compared to the arcade. It's like, oh, Play that instead. Virtual Fighter 2 compared to the arcade is like, yeah, I'd rather play the arcade, you know? <laughs> it's nuts. So, yeah, um, yeah, but it was just really fun. I think I wrote that up in like two hours. It was really easy. Gun to your head. If you could only have one arcade cabinet in the world, what would it be? And don't give me this compilation bullshit. You know what Nintendo's been? No, that doesn't count. Just No, this is actually a pretty easy one for me. Um, X-Men vs. Street Fighter. <laughs> I love okay. that game, dude. I would go with one of those four-player beat-em-ups, so either the Avengers, the Simpsons, Ninja Turtles, X, any one of those four games I would have been totally happy with. Sunset Riders, was, that, and that, but that was great. That was when you got four people together and you're just fighting for, no, I want to be Donatello, or I want to be this guy. No, no one else to be Donatello. But um, those were always yeah. fun. Like, I, I always got a kick out of this. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's more about the community. It's like, oh, man, you're just there. Maybe make a new friend because you need a fourth. Or, hey, dude, this slot's open. Come on, jump in. Yeah. yeah, and one thing I learned about arcades <laughs> is like, you know, and I'm not trying to be racist, people, it's just how it is. Like, if you saw the Asian kid playing Street Fighter, don't challenge him. He's going to beat the shit out of you. So the, the, the Chinese and Korean dudes, man, <laughs> they were fucking amazing, you know? Well, that's why I always loved, um, you know, I, I love places like Barcade now where you can just go grab a beer and it's like, I kind of have a new appreciation for these arcade games, especially when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, right? And you're just like, I want to play RBI baseball. And it was like, this game looks like ass, but it's so fun. That's a double. Like, You know you have to pay for every three innings, which is kind of hilarious. Really? Oh, yeah, because I was always like, do they have me play all nine innings? And I mean, my friend are playing it. They asked for another quarter. We're like, oh, shit, third inning? Yeah, we're finishing this off. 
<laughs> you know, that's something I never experienced, obviously. You know, I never drank while in arcade. I was too young to drink. Mm-hmm. That, that would have been a lot of fun, actually. You'd probably get into a bunch of fights, too. Oh, yeah, it's great. I, and I think they purposely leave out kind of fighting games. I mean, they have, like, old WWE wrestling games that are there, which are great. Like, wow. Like, well, no, WWF wrestling games, and those are just incredible. Yeah, WWF, that's right. <laughs> I can't wait. They're opening up another barcade at Midtown, which is going to be fun. Oh, nice, nice. We should go, dude. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, and then um, lastly here for featured stuff, um, we got a review from you. You you reviewed like a monitor, right? Oh uh, yeah, AOC's uh, I forget what it's called, but so I'll give you that. The AOC GPU monitor or GQP monitor. Yeah, look at the review; it's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> it's up there. Yeah, they they loaned me a monitor for thirty days to kind of get my thoughts on it, uh, and I'm not too like. When it comes to like monitors, I kind of I'm not too tech savvy, so I was just like, I'm just gonna play this monitor for thirty days, and then I'll see how I feel. So the general consensus, you know, I dug it. You know, if you want like a hardcore gaming monitor, of, like low, you know, the whole idea is with these, the and what they're trying to push is like, hey, if you're a hardcore gamer, input lag is important. Like when you hit that button, you want the command to come up with like millisecond delay. And you're like, okay, I guess that's fine. So you know, I tried out some Twitch shooters like, um, uh, you know, off the. Xbox One and PS4, and it, you know, it's like, hey, you can play on your console games. So I was like, great, let's do Retribution Blacklight, let's do Titanfall, let's do some regular games. And I really, you know, I really enjoyed it. It's a sharp looking monitor. Colors are a little washed out, though, so it's like, what sacrifice is like, no, no, you want responsive, you want responsive uh, lag time, then you're going to lose some color. But not bad. I mean, it's $240. I said it was kind of like the uh, starter. I mean, if you're, if you just built your first PC and you're really kind of proud of it, and you know, you drop like twelve hundred bucks, fifteen hundred bucks. Like, this is a good kind of compliment for that monitor because chances are the video card, uh, you know, doesn't do like nine thousand by six thousand resolution. So this is kind of like a good, uh, good compromise for you. And, you know, like I said, it's and then twenty four inches. It pivots, it tilts, it turns into a landscape. And yeah, so if you have a funky desk or like you're stuck in like a dorm room and this is kind of like your monitor kind of has to do everything. Uh, I thought the AOC had a pretty good deal going on there. So it's like two hundred fifty bucks. It's got a bunch of USB ports so you can charge your phone, and, and you've got uh, one HDMI, VGA, so you can literally have everything you need plugged in and not even worry too much about it. But, yeah, not bad. You know, I, the good thing about when you test out monitors, whenever I test anything out that's, like, hardware-wise or, like, graphic-wise, I always have, like, my go-to movies, which is, like, I'm going to do Gravity. I'm going to check out Avengers. Because, like, you know, you go to Gravity, just, you know, how sharp do these blacks look? Or, like, Avengers, like, all right, let's see how special effects come out from this. And then I'll pick something like The Fall or something just because it's colorful and pretty, and it's like, let's see how that crap looks. But, yeah, do you always, like, update your movies, too? Because, what, like, what did you have before, Avengers? Uh, Avengers uh, would probably have been, like, something animated. So I would do something like, I'd do, like, Aladdin or something stupid. Like, nice. I, I've got a hard drive just full of, like, really dumb movies. And, but, yeah, like, but I usually, like, anything with, like, a lot of color is always really good. So, like, I did Trance, that movie by the guy who plays Professor Xavier. That's just a really kind of visually impressive movie. The movie kind of blows, but it's a nice movie to look at. I love how you said the guy who plays Professor Xavier. Wait, you're, t- you're not talking about Patrick Stewart, right? You're talking about no, the, young the younger one, James. Okay, I was about to say, like, you know his name, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. I don't know. I don't know the young guy's name either. He's the other Professor Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I was wondering about something, because you said the colors were kind of washed out. You know when you put your TV on, like, game mode, the colors no, yeah, it, it's got it's it's got a bunch of different display settings, but, like, you know, the game I like to use, I used to use Borderlands, because it's got really bright, vibrant colors, and I noticed that, like, hey, this red gum that I know how red it is, because I've seen it in other monitors, doesn't look as red. Interesting, and that's how I get an idea that the colors are slightly off. And like you, can, and you know, you can manually go in and like adjust the saturation and the hue. But it's like you know what? If you if you have a monitor at the box, I'm not gonna waste that much time trying to fine tune the color. It's like you know, just give me a preset that can work with me. 
But like I said, you know what? For, for like 250 bucks, and I think you can get them on Amazon for like $200 on sale every so often, it's not that bad of a deal. And like I said, yeah. it's, it's a big monitor. It's 24 inches, probably bigger than most people's TVs in their bedroom. So yeah, Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, okay. AMC made some nice monitor. And I think this is good. It's kind of like one of their dips into like, we want to, I guess they want this monitor to appear in like all these big League of Legends tournaments or something because that's, that's where the big money is when you get, it's like, you know, you see all those Triton headsets. You're like, oh yeah, that's our headset you see on there. Like I think they, I think they want to be like that monitor when you go to all these like tournaments and it's like, oh, next Call of Duty, you know, sponsored by AOC gaming monitors. So I think it's not a bad foray into the gaming monitor market. You know, like I said, you can tilt it. So I look like yeah, tilting is cool. This way, like it, an adjustable monitor is is so underrated, and I, I love being it just because my desk is so full of crap so often. And usually, instead of just clearing the crap up, I just raise the monitor up. Like it's just like weightless, like coming dead, coming to life, like get me out of here. Like in Superman when he's trying to climb through the the, the floor of skulls, and you see a hand. I feel like that's just my monitor just slowly rising up from like the bobbleheads and dead controllers I have on my desk. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. All right, so um, this is going to be interesting because I'm going to mix the review and what we've been playing with our featured topic. Watch Dogs was released now. In case you haven't heard about Watch Dogs, I don't know how. Woof, woof. Yeah, how'd you pull that one off? So yeah, this game was you know announced at E3 2012. It blew everyone away because yeah, it was the it was only super pretty. Yeah, and it was super pretty. Exactly. So you know, I mean, the game was delayed a couple of times too, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, because yeah, remember, I, it was it was supposed to come out and be like. That's on 360 and PS3, guys. And we're like, that is not a 360 or PS3. You are fucking nuts. And I was like, no, no, it's true. It's coming out on those. Okay. And then when the new consoles were announced, we were like, oh, okay, now we're going to see what. That's what that was. They were trying to get one over on us. And then the game finally comes out. You're like, no, it doesn't look like that. (laughs) Yeah, well, then actually, before that, you were like, wait, it is coming out on PS3 as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's a split gen or whatever. I hate, I hate trying to figure out that term, but yeah, split gen. It's you know, and, yeah, it'll, I mean, be, it'll be out on the weaker consoles. <laughs> yeah, the weaker consoles. Yeah, but I mean, we we talked about it a couple of episodes ago where we we kind of had some trepidations about the game because all the announcements, you know, the delays, the graphics, all this other bullshit. So that and we just didn't see a lot of it. Like yeah, we, we didn't see we, a lot of it. We exactly. would see it. We would see it in spurts. So like Ether, we saw a lot of footage, and then we probably didn't see anything for like another six to eight months. And we saw like a, on like a like a trailer, a short little walkthrough, and then we didn't see anything for like another six eight months. And yeah. you know, we didn't see any playable versions at trade shows. Like we we're we we're at PAX, and we we're like, hey, we're gonna do it's a video. And we're like, oh, is any can we can I touch a controller? Like. Oh no no no! This is recorded on a console or something. Like you, you yeah. spoke to the Ubisoft rep. Yeah, I, I was like, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't ask this, but I was in my mind. I'm like, wait, hold on. This game comes out next month, and I can't play it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on here? Like that that PAX thing really sent alarms off. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on? Even up up until like a few weeks after that, I was like, has anyone played this game? <laughs> no one has done any hands-ons or anything. I'm like, what yeah, the like, hell is going no, on? no secret like media invites. I was like, hey, you know, we're gonna play it like in a hotel, and you can play it for a couple. Of, no, none of that. Uh, and you know, usually, you know, if you go historically, that doesn't bode well for a game coming out when it's just kind of exactly very, very limited access to like a playable build. And you know, we were talking about Mario Kart. It's like we, they they were just dying to get that in people's hands. We they, people had that almost a month in advance. Just here, play fucking Mario Kart. I don't care. If it's great. Say it. Love it. And I was like, all right, great. Like. One month before Watch Dogs comes out, we were just like, this game's still coming out, right? This is not, no delays. No <laughs> yeah, th- even like two weeks before, I was like, is it, is it coming out? What's yeah, like, and that's why we were so right. When we went gold, we were like, all right, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but after all that, 
finally in our hands. Uh, I got my copy on Tuesday. You got yours on Thursday. We've been playing it this entire time. Uh, Giuseppe reviewed it. He really liked it. He gave it a nine. Uh, he focuses very heavily on the graphics because that's one of the things that everyone has been talking about. How like this game's so graphically amazing or anything. But you know, we play it for ourselves. I play it on PS4. You play it on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I kind of have some differences about the game, but I think for graphics, we both agree it's a good-looking game. It's good. No more than that. <laughs> it's a yeah, good-looking game. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. You know, there was not. I mean, and I'm not trying to knock it because it, it is a good-looking game, and yeah. I, for in a, in some, you know, for an open-world game, I think it looks fine. Um, I just not what I was expecting. You know, coming off just playing Infamous Second Son, where you're just like, oh, okay, wow. Now I see kind of this, this hype is about like what a next-gen system can do, and. And I'm not going to say that, you know, maybe it's because it was a multi-platform, because hardware-wise, I think both systems are very similar. Like, one's got better memory, and the other one's got GPU, blah, blah, blah. But, but I think both systems can pull off something very impressive graphically. So I don't think that was the issue. I just, it just didn't look, it just didn't blow me away. You, you know what I mean? Like, you know. It didn't blow me away either. I was just like, this is nice looking. That was it. I, I wasn't like, oh my God, there's some, it wasn't like Infamous. Infamous is like, whoa, 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 this is crazy. And I wasn't like, what's up with these Jaggy, fucking. I wasn't. It wasn't yeah, anything I, like that. You I mean, know, it, it looked like something I can play in high settings on my PC, which is fine. I was like, that's cool, but and not, not as a, you know, not a. This is not what we saw a couple of years ago. As far no, as just, like, it, it, graphics it, it, that just it, it, graphics that just punched us in the face, and we're just like, whoa, dude, this is insane. But that being said, I mean, it's it's a nice looking open world game, and you know, well, you know, we have differences. I I that story did not draw me in at all. At this whole. You know, and it was kind of shown to us as like, hey, man, you know, everyone's watching Big Brother, the city's on one system, they're going to take over your data, but really that none of that really factors into the actual story of the game. It's all kind of stuff going on in the background and not even, and yeah, I mean, it's, it only comes up when it's convenient to like the plot of the, of the plot of the game. Yeah, I Other think th- for the story, you and I are actually agree too. I, like, it, it, they have a cool setting, but they don't touch upon it too much, you know. Yeah, there's very little. I guess I don't know. Maybe the term, maybe just there's just no world building. It's just like, hey, you're in Chicago, and you're kind of like this ex-military cop guy. I don't even is know. That what he is? is that I don't know? <laughs> I have no. I I thought I missed the cutscene or something. Where I'm like. Wait, why? How? Why does this guy kick so much ass? Like, I, yeah. <laughs> even even if you give me a throwaway line, like, oh, you know, he spent some time in Iraq. I was like, all right, fine, I can I can dig that. Or like, how he how is he so good of a hacker? Like, why is his phone so great? And I'm just, I didn't get any of that. And he was just like, oh, you know, just just really good at everything. I'm like, all right, fine. But like, just one throw up. I'm okay with suspending disbelief if you just give me something to go on. Yeah, just one line. That's all. Yeah, just just one line. It goes. Yeah, he's in the hacker division in the CIA. I was like, great, fine. That's all I need. But it's just like you know, they they kind of keeping him a little too vague, especially his past and his history. And you're just kind of like, oh, like I don't I don't know who this guy is. And you find very little things to kind of connect with the main character, you know. And you know, and he's event and he's avenging his was niece got killed, so he's watching. So he's taking. So he has to save his sister and his nephew, right? Yeah, something like that. I was trying to figure out the family dynamic. I'm like, wait, so are you an uncle or bro- a brother? Are you both? Are you the dad? Is this like so, this is gonna? Take- yeah, it, like, another it, another thing that could have been easily solved by one line. You yeah, know, is, is this gonna be? Like, is this gonna take some weird Game of Thrones turn at some point? And it's like, wait, is this your sister mother? Like, whoa! But no, none of that. Like, like I said, the story just didn't blow me away too much. Uh, that being said, the game's still it's still pretty fun. Yeah, I like it. Um, th- touching on the story real quick, or specifically Aiden Pierce. 
Okay, because I'm like, okay, I'm a hacker, so when I first started the game, I was playing it in a very kind of stealthy way. It allows you to play like that. So I'm playing it stealthily, and I got caught, and I'm like, okay, I got to shoot these guys. Then I was kind of, it was a weird thing, I kind of ambivalent about it, because I both liked and disliked the fact that I'm such a badass. It's cool because I'm able to kill everything, but the other hand, it's like, I don't buy this guy as a hacker then. I mean, maybe I'm just buying into stereotypes too much, but, you know, it's like if you're just sitting in front of your computer most of the time hacking away and stuff, like how how did you become so proficient at killing? You you could just say, if you, this guy's from... He's a secret agent. He was a, you know, like... That's what I mean. You you don't really know. He's just like, is this guy just like a really fit employer of Radio Shack? Like, I need to... (laughs) Exactly. Like, just, just, just give me something. And like I said, maybe it's something I missed in like a throwaway. You know, maybe I missed this dialogue early on, but it's never reiterated. It's just like yeah. okay. it's just people saying how cool you are. I'm like, yeah, I guess he's kind of cool. I mean, his clothes definitely aren't cool. Like, I, I have a big issue with his wardrobe. Oh yeah, I've bought like because I'm at the point in the game where how hideous are all the fucking outfits? There was one I liked that was mostly black, but that means you can't <laughs> see too much of it. You really? know? My favorite, my favorite outfit is literally the all white outfit. Really? Because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm already going to stick out with this stupid hat and, like, this overcoat and this little thing coming up. Like, you stick out like a sore fucking thumb. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just yeah. going to play this to the 10th temp- degree and just white, just all white. You look like I look like, like a nerdy storm shadow. You look like a, an assassin. It's like, that guy sticks out. That guy in white. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. And, oh, my, why? Or why do they, like, okay, what is up with video game characters and or do they all are they all chain smokers? I'm Aiden Pierce. I'm out to avenge my niece. It's like really solid snake, Cole McGrath. It's like all these dudes. They all just fucking chain smoke the entire day. You know, it's ridiculous. Um, well, but you're right. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be like some. You know, I guess he's wounded, but it's like really the death of your niece really threw you over the edge like that. I'm like, I give. He seemed kind of crazy to begin with. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, and you got a wall with all the strings and little. I'm like, all right, that's some good crazy going on here. But I'm just like, I, I need to know how are you this crazy? And like I said, maybe I'm only at the end of Act Two, so maybe it just kind of miraculously says, oh, right. By the way, here's some backstory. Duh, we forgot. Yeah, exactly. But I don't. I'm just a little bit ahead of you. Like I, I'm at the beginning of Chapter Three, so we're both kind of. Maybe we'll come back next week and go. Oh my God, this is just <laughs> amazing, people. I mean, like everything we said. It's it's got that problem that most open world games, and I had this problem with Infamous also, is that. The, you know, since it is an open world and you get distracted so easily, and I feel like the plot just kind of loses direction at some point where it's, I kind of forget why I was doing certain things because I was busy doing something else that was involved in the plot. Like, you know, the part where you, the whole idea is where you're trying to get close enough to get this guy's dog tags because they have a code on there to get you through a door in a, in a, in a, in a thing. So it's like, all right, I need, a, I need a thing from this guy to get me through this door. Done. Got it. But then you go into this whole human trafficking side story that you're just kind of like, after a while, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm human trafficking. That's bad. I'm going to stop that. Wait, why? Wait, why am I? Why do I suddenly take it? Why? Why is this an episode of like SVU? Why do I care about these people? And it's just kind of, yeah. I mean, you are the vigilante. Yeah, the vigilante, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you just, it, it just, it's really weird. And like I said, it just kind of that and that whole hacking stuff. It's cute. Like I love finding out people's dirty little secrets and stealing their bank accounts and. Taking music from this guy's phone, and I, I I scanned his thing, and I can unlock a new car. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. T- can you tell them the, the people the story you told me right before we started recording? Oh, of the uh, Yahoo Steam. Yeah, Kotaku has a great uh, article about the uh, just the Steam reviews for it. And one guy goes, uh, "Still two hundred and twenty dollars from a guy diagnosed with cancer. Ten out of ten. And I was like, "All right, that, that's, <laughs> those are the best parts about the game. Those little goofy hacker things. Like the side missions are amazing." 
Yeah, uh, I really the, like well, that. Well, not the side mission. I would say the digital trips, not the, the digital uh, trips. They're they're a dude <laughs> spider tank. That's all I need to say, man. I love this. Well, I like the. Uh, What's the one where it's the robots? It's in complete darkness oh, and they're evil robots. Yeah, it's called yeah. and you know, they're, it's a stealth game practically. And like, oh, this is pretty cool. Uh, but I mean, I can only do a few missions of those and then call it a fucking day. But I was like, well, that's kind of neat. And it's just you know, there's a lot of content in the game. So I mean, if you want a game that with stuff to do, yeah, it's there. If you want to do it in a boring city, yeah, that's there too. And yeah, we were talking earlier about Chicago. It's like I've never been to Chicago, so I don't know any Chicago landmarks. Yeah, I'm, it's like I'm gonna, power. That's about yeah, it. Which I've yet to see in the game, and I'm like, it's a fairly big building. I I notice it, right? And you're like, yeah, I guess it looks like a, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, like I told George, I'm like, yeah, it kind of looks like an unfinished new new World Trade Center. That's what it looks <laughs> like to me, you know. But you can only see it when you're far away, when you're right. close to it. It's like, where is this thing? You yeah, know? I mean, it does have those weird kind of like four square check-in things, and I guess those are real locations. <laughs> yeah, I assume those are real locations, but. But I like that you can leave like cash for people, and I was like, you know what? I'm like an early. I'm playing it early. I'm gonna leave cash for people at different places. So I'm trying to find like the most obscure spots and leaving like ten grand, and I'm like, happy birthday. Yeah, right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at the point where I could probably start doing that because I re- I bought every weapon, I bought every single outfit. I'm like, I have half a million dollars. <laughs> How am I supposed to do with all this money? So I may as well just start giving it away. Well, but yeah. yeah that's- the stuff is useless. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. It's, it pretty much is. Like I use one weapon. Yeah, I just use the AR gun. That the entire I, game. I use the I use the stealth gun. The stealth yeah, gun. I use that one when I infiltrate, and then when things go bad, I just pull out my other gun, and that's it. Oh yeah. no, when, when things go bad, I just throw IEDs all over the place. Yeah, those are really good too, man. Yeah, I, I like the hacking um part of the game, you know. Like I know it's really simplistic, but I I think it, it's like, it I, is because I don't do more than just like. All, all the really the hacking does is just blow up stuff. So it's like if I'm being chased, I just drive around until I see a steam pipe and yeah. uh, just more of the steam. Yeah, I just kind of camp out steam pipes when I'm being chased and then just like neutralize and then they all spin out and die. Those steam pipes seem excessive to me. I'm like, did I just set off a mini like volcanic eruption in the city? Holy shit. Yes, it's steam. Yes, I guess. I don't know. I do like doing the bridges, especially like in online when I'm hacking a guy and especially when you know he's like just starting the game. Because he can't unhack the bridge, so I just kind of do it up, jump over, and then just kind of sit there and point and laugh because he can't aim. So he's just kind of stuck. So that's always fun. Yeah, let's talk about that because I haven't really touched it too much. Um, how's your online experience with the game? I've only done the uh, the one-on-one with people break into your game and then you break into theirs. Like that's actually a really cool mode because uh, all you have to do is you, you basically I break into your game and I try to hack you. So I have to hide, you know, you'll get a notice saying, like, hey, some dude's in your game. So we both have to kind of meet up in, like, an area. I hide and try to hack you either using cameras or something, but I have to stay in this range. Yeah. You have to figure out who's hacking you. So then, you you know, you can take out your phone and start profiling people, but all you really need is line of sight. So if I'm hiding behind a pillar and you see that I'm hiding behind a pillar, all of a sudden I show up and I have to escape with whatever data I have, and then now you're the aggressor chasing after me, and I have to try to lose you by either, you know, going past a certain point or creating enough distance which you know, which is fine. Like I think that's a cool mode. I don't. I can go my. I can go the rest of the game without doing that mode again. Um. You know. I think. I, I think it was fine the first couple of times. There's really no incentive for me to go back. Uh. The big team one, the online decryption. That's actually really fun. That's when you're fighting over a file. Ooh, it's kind of. I haven't like, uh, played that one yet. That one's really cool because that's like four. You know, it could be four on four, and you know, you start. They section off a bit of the city for you, and there's a file in the middle. Both teams race to it. You get it. And you have to just kind of hold it for as long as you can. But the cool thing, it's all wireless. So like, the you know, if you get all your teammates together, 
it'll make the down. You have to get this file, have it download to 100%. So it's quicker when you're closer to your teammates. But if enemies get close, they actually start hacking it, and if they you know, they get close enough, they can actually take it away from you. Oh, okay. But, but but the progress never changes. So I've had games where the other team got to like 93%, and we fucking dominated them, and we took the file, and we go from 93% to 100, and then we win the match. And, oh, okay. Yeah, that seems kind of unfair. Yeah, it, it does. So it, it does. It's it's a nice little back and forth, and it keeps people from. Yeah, I mean, it'll you'll you you can lose a game pretty bad there. But I've already come into some parts where it's depending on the map. It's just like, hey, we'll just set up shop here, and we can see everyone coming, and then you just kind of sit there and, you know, like fish in a barrel at that point. But uh, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, they have other one like online racing, but I I just I refuse to do any online racing anymore in any open world game just because I don't care anymore. And online racing and racing just doesn't seem to fit in the Watchdog universe. The guy's not an ex racer. Or well, has, is he an ex-marine? <laughs> I don't know. No. I mean, he, he doesn't seem to have any interest, so, like, maybe if you put in his spot, like, yeah, he used to street race. I'm like, oh, okay, and then maybe the car racing seems... But it's like, no, he sh doesn't show an interest in anything. So uh, it seems that they just put online racing there and just general racing just for the sake of, oh, it's an open-world game, we need racing because we have cars. Oh, yeah, right, we forgot, put it in there. <coughs> yeah, by <laughs> the way, before before you go on to the next <coughs> I want to actually want to talk about um, cars in the game. I, that was the one thing I really didn't like. I don't like the way the cars handled. Did you have any problems with it? Because I'm like, when I first started, um, okay, I'm actually going to release a couple of videos. Um, they, you may already see them now if you're watching this on Thursday. Um, where you see me crashing every single time I make a turn, <laughs> I crash into something. And Giuseppe brings this up in his review too. So the the cars, I, what is that called? Understeering or something? Like yeah. something is off with the controls in the cars. So you have to be really, they're really finicky. And I'm like. Don't, haven't you played any other open world games? You should know how cars function. It's yeah, like, the cars should drive like arcade games, like an arcade racer. Yeah. like that, those, Car yeah. driving does not have to be realistic in these games because it was in GTA 4, and, the, oh, and that, that was, was the worst horrible. part about the game. It's like, oh, it's realistic. They got suspended. I'm like, oh, it sucks. I don't care. I'm crashing too much. I want a regular... Give me a, give me a fun car. But, uh, exactly. I see. I, I really couldn't tell you about the cars because I really only use the one car or motorcycles. Motorcycles work perfectly. They work great. I have no problems with the motorcycles. And I, I only use motorcycles. There's no... And honestly, whenever I need anything, I literally just grab the car, any car that kind of looks fast. Like, I end up not having a preference and just going, you know what, I can't... Even if you order a car on demand, you have to, like, go a couple blocks and run. I'm like, you know what, this car's right in front of me. I'm just going to throw this guy out and run it. But yeah, like, the, the cars are not overly impressive. There's not, there's not been a car that's kind of stood out and be like, whoa, that's a funky-looking car. Like, no, it's just... You know, you've got trucks, race cars, muscle cars, blah, blah, blah. Typical stuff. Yeah, like I said, it just this is a very, I don't know, it, it seems like a very by-the-numbers open-world game. You know, it's nice-looking, it's got its little gimmick, which is, like, the hacking stuff. Um, the story's not all that great, but I think when, <coughs> when you get down to the combat, that's actually a lot of... The combat actually, is really good. It's actually, really got good. My, I actually found myself enjoying combat. It's weird that you can't blind fire. Did you yeah, notice that? I noticed that. I noticed that, too. I'm like, because I was hitting, I'm like, what's going on? Guys, can we go? I'm like, and he won't do it? I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because there is no blind fire. No wonder, dope. But uh, yeah, and I'm like, you know what? If he's an ex-cop or a marine, he should probably, he should probably, he's probably blind fired once or twice. He doesn't. He can't even shoot from the hip either. I tried. I'm like, let me just not aim. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? Then I got killed. <laughs> Sometimes it's just blind shooting like that helps me no. out of spot yeah. some of the games. You know, very specialized training. Just aiming like this and hacking from a phone. That's all he could do. That's can all you shoot had. while driving? I haven't. If you can, I don't. I know how to don't. Do that. Think so. You can shoot. I noticed online people can shoot with their passenger in the car. Okay, yeah. But I've yet to figure it out because there have been moments where I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to drive up and, you know, silence pistol like on the face. And I'm like, how do I do that? 
you know, I'm just like, bumper? No? Lifter? No? No? And then I usually end up just hiding in the car. Like, oh, yeah, I love the hiding in the car when you just sit there. Cause yeah, really, all, he does is, all he does is this. And I'm like, dude, I can see. Like, I, I can see you. And I'm floating <laughs> above the car. Like, I'm floating behind the car. Like, I can see you. And also, you're in the middle of like a one way. Like, people are gonna notice you. Yeah. By the way, I love the fact that okay, in the actual main game, they don't see you, right? Yet those stupid robots in alone, they can see you if you do that <laughs> shit. You know, when you're just like, mm. you're like, he's there. You know. <laughs> so that's kind of funny, my dude. We but all it's, see it's, you. What's up? But no, it's not a bad game if you literally no. just like if you're if you if you're a fan of open world games, I think this will probably be right up your alley. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm one of those guys. I, I Like I told George before this, um, I actually pretty much agree with everything you said, dude, but yeah, it is a standard generic game, but I like that. I like that there's all these things for me to do, See, you know, and, and they're kind of fun. I don't I, like. I have a compulsion. I'm like, must complete every. That, I'm on chapter three, and I've had this since Tuesday of last week. I've had it for a week already. It's because I've just been dicking around. Doing and, and I think there's stuff. and what are there like nine chapters in the game or something? No, only five. Oh, because I think it's like a twenty hour game, so it's got it's got some it's got some meat to it. Yeah, exactly. But it has more meat if you go off the beaten path because there's a yeah. lot of collectibles. Well, here's, but, but here's the thing. I guess the way the story's structured is that he's very singularly focused. So it's like all this side stuff doesn't make sense in terms it of doesn't. the story. Because it's like, wait, why do why would he want to stay around and play augmented reality video games? Which I love that. Uh, that, was yes. one, that was one I saw at a show at a, at a press event last year, and I couldn't talk about it for the longest time, but I think I ended up telling you guys anyway about the augmented reality minigame, and the guy was showing us there, and he had, like, shows half hour dicking around in the open world, which was the best part of the demo, and he was like, hey, you guys want to see something cool, and he whipped out his phone, and at the time, you could do the game from his phone, so you could do the phone, and then it was just, like, Space Invaders in full 3D, but you're in the middle of the street, and you have this little blaster, and I'm like, yeah. that's really cool, or the one where you're running, and you have to get the coins, and it's almost like that Sonic minigame. That's a fun one, yeah. But you're going through the city on foot, and people are like, what the fuck is this asshole? Yeah. Oh wait, that's the vigilante. What's he doing? He's having a seizure. Yeah, yeah. In in my video for because I did a whole thing on mini games, I was talking about them. Like, what do the people who aren't Aiden Pierce see? Do they just see some guy going pew 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 yeah. pew pew? <laughs> a guy, a guy by the way who's wanted by the police, which and then is referred to by name, and yes. I show your image like if you see this guy Aiden Pierce, he's wanted for being a total douche. And, you know, people are just like, oh, it's weird. I don't know. Because you have that, like, good or evil thing, but really it's just like, if you don't kill civilians, you're a good guy, and if you do, you're a bad guy. And all that really breaks down into, uh, is they don't phone you in. If you're if you're super, like, annoying... <coughs> Excuse me. Fighting off a cough. But um, if you're, like, super annoying, they'll call the police as soon as they see you, so you're always trying to, like, make the jam that signal, or... I do love when someone's trying to call police, you just take their phone and fucking smash it. Yes, that's the best. It's like, no. Like, no. Jerk. One thing I always do is like when I throw someone out of their car and then they start calling them, I just back the car up. I don't kill them though. I just back them up and they they, they get here. They drop their phone. That's <laughs> all you need. It's great. Yeah, and I do like I, the the uh, the crowd is kind of like my favorite part of the game because I just walk around and just like yeah yeah we we need to come up with something where we just get all our favorite like bits of information. So like one person goes. Buys a lot of hentai. I'm like, oh, okay. Or like, has tried auto erotic asphyxiation. You're like, okay, that's weird. Or yeah, yeah. I that, like because you could do um like they call them collectibles where you could hack into people's homes. I'm like, there are a lot of really perverse people yeah. in the city. My favorite is the one where the guy has like uh, there's a hand and he's literally like chops off the finger and puts him in like a oh my god yeah I, I was like that's that. my favorite. I like I like this guy and I was like well that's really cool and like I really wish they played that up a little bit more. 
but it's yeah. almost like it, and it's almost like they feel obligated since it, it is an open world game that you have to put in all this stuff because if not it turns out to be like Mafia 2 which is like that was Mafia 2's problem was like a great game that was stuck in like an open world with a ton of bullshit so yeah. I guess I guess once you have to commit to the open world idea uh, yeah I mean it, it's weird to get take a game concept and then just maybe halfway through be like we should make this an open world game and then you think, and that's what it feels like he was like if you came up with like story concept first and just kind of built everything around that as opposed to like let's make an open world game and work down which would have been interesting because then you can make everything sort of make sense into each other yeah exactly it, not every game needs to be open world this game probably could have benefited I mean I, like I said I'm enjoying mm. all the side stuff but it probably could have benefited from like just being a kind of linear game and or, or like with hub you know like maybe like yeah. a hub section you know because you do get like these bases but you only go to these bases to do mission to like you know advance the story missions but it wouldn't be good to have like a central like kind of hub with large open environments. Like, it would have been cool to see, like, almost like a Hitman game. It's like, here you have a section that's huge, but it's self-contained, and you can do a million things at once. And I think that would have been... it. Like, I was playing this thinking, like, man, imagine if Hitman could hack. Like, that would be really cool if this was yeah. like a Hitman game, you know, Hitman-esque game. But, like, I kept getting that thought when I was playing, and I was like, oh, man, I hope the next Hitman game is a hacker for whatever reason. Yeah, I want to ask you about something you said um, a couple of times on the show, how you think the next Watch Dogs will, like, streamline everything. Now that you've played it, do you still feel that way? Cause to me, oh, this, yeah, I mean, this is, yeah. this, is, this, is a, this is going to be a big franchise. And like I said, it's, it's not a clunker by all means. No, it's not. It's, I mean, dude. It, it's a good game. Yeah. The problem is our, I think our expectations from E3 were, like, up here. We were talking about hype earlier, mm-hmm. the, well, earlier before the, the show. Yeah, we're going to get to that after this, yeah. And, and, you know, the expectations were up here, and we were just like, oh, man, this, this is the next generation and you know and we were at a weird place because hey, this game could still be good but it was like the more of it we saw the less of it we saw we were figuring out was like oh I think this is just going to be another because I mean imagine if there were no next gen consoles this was out in the PS3 or Xbox 360 this is a very impressive game and exactly I haven't played the PS3 or 360 version but I'm assuming they're fine yeah I would assume so too yeah, yeah. assuming it's not the PC version which is like totally fucked up yeah <laughs> exactly which is and, and I've complained about that you play service Remember when I was playing uh, uh-huh. was a Blacklist, which is the new one? Blacklist? Yeah, Blacklist, Blacklist, yeah. Where it kept losing my game save, or just never loaded, or it just forgot I owned the game, and it, or, or hey, by the way, we're just not going to save, ever. And I'm like, I no, I have, this is a computer, it has memory, it can save. <laughs> don't need them, don't know what you're talking about. Like, that Uplay service is a nightmare. One of the worst things ever conceived, and you know, it's one of these things they do to like, we're going to combat piracy by not having anyone play the game. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you beat piracy. No one plays your goddamn game. But yes, because, you know, a lot of PC guys are like, I'm going to get it on PC. It's going to be the best version. I'm sure it looks fine. Yeah. But, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of complaints that there's a lot of stuttering on PC. I mean, yeah, yeah it looks better, but there's some weird frame rate hiccups. There's some, some people just can't even fucking play the game or it just looks funny. Uh, yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean, but Ubisoft has not had a great track record with being optimized on the PC or just having great launches on PC. You know, they tell us differently every year. That's no, no, it's, we 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 care, you PC guys. We're gonna we're gonna watch us. And they're like, yeah, we're watching you. Yeah, sucks, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it sucks for PC users. PC users hang in there. The, the game will work eventually. I'm sure. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's not gonna be like a battlefield situation. Like, I'm sure the game was complete at some point, and it's just you know. <laughs> yeah, PC sucks. I mean, well, not PC. I would say you play sucks. Yeah, you. I think it's you play. It's you, interesting. Or you don't play. I don't know. Yeah, you don't play. Yeah, but yeah, I want to get into the hype thing. You mentioned it already because you know, to me, I think. I mean, I could be wrong, but I kind of think we 
kind of overhyped it a little bit to talk about the media because it was the <laughs> only game that was like only new IP from 2012 E3. You know and, what? You know, it's, it's okay to be excited. No, it is okay, but you know, to what point? You know, is there? Excited until it comes out. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah, don't know. It was like uh, you know, it was one of those things. And, and when we're hyped up on our game, we want the game to live up to the hype. You know, we, the last game that was like super hyped up and everyone was kind of like nitpicky about was a hey, Titanfall. Where people were surprised, where it's like, well, does it live up to the hype? We're like, yeah, it's a really fun game. The game's fucking awesome. Yeah, in my opinion, from what I saw from Titanfall, my, it met my expectations and even kind of exceeded them. <clears throat> Take a game like, you know, Infamous Second Son. That was another game people were, you know, PS4 users were like, this is gonna be the fucking game. And you, fuck it, you play, you get to the ten. Yeah, you're just like, exactly. You're like, yeah, this is justified hype. This is awesome. But um, you know, I wish more games would kind of get hype. You know, it's just I, I told you, Ubisoft is great at just advertising their game and building hype around the game. Yeah, but I don't think this was the game that needed to be overhyped. I think... Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. the game had issues. Yeah, it does have issues, so I don't it think it's to be overhyped like that. But people seem to like it for the most part, so it's okay. Because I was afraid that... Because I, I, I was playing, I'm like, you know, this is a really solid game. I was afraid that people were going to bash it because they didn't live up to some wild expectation, but... They seem to ha be having fun with it, so I guess it's okay in you know in the end, you know. I mean, I I think people are considering it a letdown just because you know this is not the game we saw two years ago. But then really, no, but then yeah. but then I don't really like you know who who fucking cares? Because even if it looked like that game that was two years ago, it's still the same fucking game. Yeah, it's still the same thing exactly. It'd and, still be average, you know. Yeah, and all the issues I had with the game were not graphically related. Nope. Like, because I said, you know what, this game is not a bad-looking game. At no point I was like, ugh, that's a, that's a funny-looking face or anything like that. Like, no, it's a, it's a great-looking game. You know, just, is it going to blow you away? I'm like, well, you know, how great... And I'm like, how great can a modern city look like? Because, you know, my favorite... You know, my favorite part of Infamous was, like, you know, seeing the powers and, like, the concrete take over the city, not see... Like, Seattle's super boring. And it's like, hey, maybe Chicago's super boring, too. Like, two plays I've... I don't think they do, they did a good job of representing the cities that these games were based on. Because I was playing Infamous, and I was like, I kind of don't want to go to Seattle. This Seattle from the space, and it'll seem super boring. And I'm like, <laughs> Chicago just seems to have a lot of parks and harbors. Like, this is duh, I don't, I don't care. So I, I think those kind of games need to be set in a fictional city just so they can kind of go nuts, and you have a lot more freedom. But I don't know. Maybe Ubisoft just needs a reason to, like, visit cities, because you know how they love visiting cities for reasons. Yeah, reason. well, I mean, you know, look at Grand Theft Auto. They always, you know, their cities are fictional, but they're <laughs> inspired by real cities, but they do them really well. You yeah, know, like, well, they steal, you know, they, they don't steal, but, they, you know, they kind of mimic the landmarks, where it's, you kind of get an idea, and then in your head, you almost kind of you almost kind of know how to get around the city, because, you know, it's pseudo-ly based on a city, but then it doesn't, but they don't, they don't have the problem making it block by block the same, and I guess that's the problem when you do, like, a, a real city like Seattle, Chicago, you clearly can't do a block by block Recreation because a it's a waste of time and b who cares, but and, to, and so you kind of have to make compromises and make like more condensed versions of these cities and it's just kind of like mm, doesn't something doesn't quite feel right about that. But yeah, exactly. I personally don't like it when they do a one for one thing with a city. Like for example, I love Liberty City. Um, you know, it's based on New York. I love Liberty City getting around it. I hated New York in true crime streets in New York. I hate it. I'm like, this is actually how it is getting around Manhattan and it's mm -hmm. terrible. Don't recreate that in a video well, game. True Crime, really, what they did was they built everything around landmarks. So True Crime had, like, here's Times Square. And then a couple of blocks later, it goes, you're kind of in Brooklyn. I'm like, Brooklyn is not that close to Times Square, first of all. Like, yeah, you know, they got that wrong, yeah. You just don't get on the magic highway of 30 seconds, and then you're in Brooklyn. It's like, no, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Or even the True Crime Los Angeles. It was just like, you had the Expo Center and the, uh, 
fuck, what was the other place that they had? Where you're just like, oh, in the stadium, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that's LA, right? Is that it? And then it made me kind of sad. I'm like, is this all LA and New York have to offer? Just Times Square and then the LA Convention Center? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I don't. Is this one? I don't think it's one for one Chicago either. I think it's the no, it's not. You, on it. you, yeah. you can't do it. It's just like I said. Yeah. Landmarks. It's a little. It's a more condensed version. It's still a big city. It's a, it's a yeah. Lot, it is huge. A lot of real estate, and I love hacking the uh, the subway. It's my favorite thing to hack. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. And people are just like, whoa, why'd the train stop? And then just asshole just casually walks in, takes out his phone, and the trains are actually working again. I'm like, well, I don't know what happened. That's so weird. This isn't a stop. This is a middle of a park. I like bringing up the bridges that you know slant this way because you know I like I go to the top of it, then I turn around, I see all the cars just sliding down and smiling up on each other. You know, being I'm like, essentially a jerk too. I like I just I, I just start setting things off just cause, you know why not? And then cars have to go around it, just people honking, and I do like crazy big traffic and. It stick around, but yeah, that's really all the hacking is. The hacking is just a, an excuse to just kind of a, a reason to manipulate the environment. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I, I find it satisfying. No, no problems there. I mean, it's really simple, but you can't make it complicated anyway. It, you can't have a guy just sitting in front of his computer the entire game. Really well, that's the thing. Like here, here we play the whole game, and it's like you know one button hacks, and then all of a sudden this door in particular, you have to go into like a special hacking mini game with the little puzzles with the pipes and stuff. But there was no consistency as far as like. Wait, why is this locked door different than that same identical locked door of the room before? Yeah, exactly. This is a boss door. Like, all right, fine. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't quite follow that, but I don't. Know, like I said, it, you know, it's 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 not a, it's not a bad game because you know what? Like, I'm probably gonna end up finishing it because you know there's a lot of stuff to do dicking around in that open world, and it is still kind of fun. Like, you know, as hideous as those outfits are, I'm like, I'm gonna go in that green or red one. Just why not? <laughs> but, I don't know. Watch looks not bad. I think Giuseppe gave it what, like an eight or a nine. Uh, he gave it a nine. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have given it that myself, but yeah. Um, I guess what I'll say about Watch Dogs is Watch Dogs is not the greatest game ever. It's not the worst game ever. It's just a good game. No, yeah, it's more, it. no less. It's it. You'll you'll have fun with it. I mean, if you if you divorce yourself and like, oh man, is this is just the best game to ever come out? It's like, mm, no. I mean, no. If you want to take about you know, if you love open world games, this is a great open world game. Exactly. I mean, me personally, the best open world game to come out in the last couple of years is still Black Flag. Yeah, I agree. I could agree with that. That's a great one. That's amazing. That's that's a game that really like when you're doing all the busy side mission stuff, it all fit to your character because you're a pirate, so you love stuff. So collecting stuff only makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, easy justifications for everything. Man, why exactly. is he, why can he climb everything? Oh, I'm a pirate. Every finger's a fish hook. And you're like, okay, sure, all right, fine, whatever that means. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about that. Like, even the side quests in that game all made sense within that world and what you are as a person and a character. It all made sense. And this one is like, why are you engaging in street races? Shouldn't you go rescue your niece now? Why are you doing all this other side stuff? You you're know, the worst <laughs> uncle ever. People being yeah. hostage, and you can't get there because you wanted to do an online race for like for points. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, hold on, sweetie. I got to do another shell game. I can't be with you right now. <laughs> Oh man! All right. So yeah. Anyway, that that's how we feel about it. It's a good game. You know, if you like open world games, go check it out. That's pretty much all there's to say about that. All right. Let's get into some news here. Um. So the Order eighteen eighty six had a new gameplay trailer. It was about what was it like thirty seconds, one minute, ninety seconds, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was so. It was something seconds long. Mm. I. That was pretty. Graphically speaking, that was impressive. Graphically speaking. Yeah, it blew me away. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! That's that, actually that, real. That lightning gun with the, the little drop on it that like dropped flames on people like that's fucking cool. Had that was a very cool. had a very like insomniac vibe with just like, kind of like random made up weapons. I'm like that's really neat. Like the fucking lightning gun. I want a lightning gun. 
Yeah, and see, in that game, the 30 frames a second help it out because it makes it feel more like a movie, you know? Like, not every game needs to be 60 frames a second. Uh, you know, 30 well, is just fine. Well, I think Guerrilla Games explained it best when they were like, hey, you know, you can, you have the option of capping off the frame rate, and they're like, hey, you, we're going to, you know, you can cap the frame rate at 30 frames a second because, say, as a shooter, you want the frame rates to stay steady all the time because you're aiming and you're actively kind of, like, looking there. So when you have the frame that kind of fluctuates, say, like an Infamous, where the frame rate can go from, like, 30 to, like, 50-something at a drop, yeah. just whenever. Um, when, in a game like that, that's fine. But in a game where you're trying to aim and shoot, you can't have that inconsistency because it actually kind of fools your eyes. And yes, also, and, and if, also if, if you're susceptible to kind of getting, like, headaches or just kind of, like, weird dizziness, that's one of the reasons that your frame rate's a little too inconsistency, so your eyes just like your eyes are just having issues. So yeah, and as a shooter, I, you know, I think that's fine. I think you should do as many frame rates that where you can make your game run the smoothest. I don't necessarily care. It's like, oh yeah, I can get it at sixty frames a second, but man, this game's choppy as fuck. So I think it came to a good compromise, and I think people are starting to realize that sixty frames a second is kind of like a meaningless number. It really is. It really uh, is. And like, I hope more people, <clears throat> and I hope kind of more people come around to that. Like, there's some games where if you tell me that's 60 frames a second, I'm like, perfect, thank you. A fighting game, yeah, 60 frames a second. A racing game, yeah, fucking 60 frames a second. A shooter, keep it above 30. Keep it 30 or higher, I'm, I'm happy with that. That seems to be where... Because when you remember, 60 frames a second is like when you watch daytime TV, like a soap opera. Yeah. That's that's 60 frames a second, and that looks fucking weird. And that's It really weird. does, it really does, and, man. And that's why it looks weird, because it looks a little bit too real, and your eyes are still just like, I can't believe this shit, I'm, my head's going to explode. So you yeah, have to be very selective of how you you know how they want it. And like I said, it's, it's extra work. It's like if they can cap the game at forty five frames a second or thirty frames a second, the game runs smooth. I have no I have no complaints whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I always said. Make the game you know locked at something frames a second above thirty. I don't care what it is. Right. Any number between thirty and sixty, as long as it's locked at that, that I'm fine. I don't care. Because remember, these aren't PCs that we're dealing with. Because if you have a PC, you can go in and you can tweak the graphics and do the yeah. stuff to make the game look as well. Like if you if you don't care that the game's gonna stutter at sixty frames a second, so it looks gorgeous, that's up to you. But like you, you don't have that you know we don't have that wiggle room with a console, so it's just give me the most playable version. Exactly, that, that's that, all that matters. That's what I need. Like if, if you have a PC, you paid an extra four thousand bucks. That's 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 your luxury. That's what you can do. But you know we don't have that luxury. We just got the system to play fucking video games. I just want to be able to play video games and not have my head explode. Yeah, uh, I think people need to check their expectation with um, this game though. Graphically, like I noticed, how I said graphically speaking, I was impressed. Gameplay wise, it looks fun, but. I wasn't that impressed. I mean, the gun was cool, but yeah, you know, I'm not expecting too much on that end. I mean, it's a cover-based shooter. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. And make, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing no, wrong with that. No, that's fine. I mean, you know, make it fun. Give me dynamic, you know, give me a, you know, give me compelling scenarios. Like I said, every, you know, ever since Gears of War, cover-based shooters just became a thing. And, you know, just make the encounters unique every time, and I don't care that I'm, you know, sticking to walls and covering. That's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, and that game actually got delayed. Um, here's the thing about it, though. When I heard that it, it got delayed, I'm like, it was. The, it, it got delayed to 2015. I was like, it was coming out this year. I was. I wasn't thinking it was coming out this year. Did you? Think I didn't it was think it was coming. Year? I didn't yeah. think it was coming out this year. I mean, the same thing went with like the division. Like the division got pushed back 2000. Like yeah, obviously got pushed back. Like yeah, that was yeah. People were like, why does it get pushed back? Like you expected it this mm -hmm. year, really? <laughs> why were you expecting that? So it got delayed. Which is fine. I mean, look at Watch Dogs. It got delayed, and it came out good. Uh, it delayed kinda, not bad. I'm kind of curious to see what that version of Watch Dogs would have been at launch. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been... Yeah, because I, I, I noticed that when I'm playing this game, say what you will about the game, it's 
consistent. I, I'm not having any like technical issues with it at all, which is surprising actually. I, I don't see any like the environment like breaking apart. I'm not falling through it or anything. Like that. <laughs> it, it's good. It's consistent. <laughs> so I don't I don't mind that. You know, take your time with it. Um, who, who is that? Re, um, Ready at Dawn, right? Ready at Dawn. They used to do all the um, God of War games. God of War ones on the PSP. Which yeah, are great that's games. a good studio. Yeah, they're great. Ghost of Sparta is one of my favorite God of War games. Yeah, like I said, when I like to see companies move away from big friends, like just a new IP entirely, it was like great. Like as you know, as much as I, at some point, I did like playing God of War games. Like, I love seeing companies move on to something else. Like you exactly. know, I want to see Guerrilla Games move on from Killzone. I want to see. Well, they're gonna do an Sucker RPG, Punch. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like I want to see Sucker Punch move away from Infamous. You know what I mean? Like, agree, agree. I, even but, though Sucker Punch did say they they don't mind. Being pigeonholed as the infamous company, it's like no, make other games. Man. Well, I do, all right. So. I, I have a problem with that too, buddy. <laughs> I know I have a problem with that. All right. Um. So Battlefield Hardline got announced. Um. I get are is are is EA trying to do like a one year thing, like EA like um, Call of Duty. It's like this year we get one game, the next year we get another, we get another, well, we get another. They tried by doing it like in every off year we got like Medal of Honor, but Medal yeah. of Honor. Is always consistently sucks, so it's just like let's not bother with this shit anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It, but it looks like we're getting some sort of like expansion, like side game type deal. Yeah, and this one like takes place in like this like the streets or something like that. It's like kind of urban warfare they're trying to say. Urban warfare. <laughs> something like, I don't know what they're trying to say. Like, it's with gangs and stuff. Is this a, is this a uh, like a numbered sequel, or is this like Battlefield? No, it's just Battlefield Hardline. That's it. It's just Hardline. I guess it's, it's a new series in the in it's a new series in the series. Hmm. Uh, okay, so you know, I, it just says here, yeah, it's gonna be at E3. They're gonna do the actual reveal of it and give us more info. Yeah. So, so we'll I don't. Yeah, yeah, we can only we can only assume what it is. I'm gonna say it's a free to play game. Could be. Maybe free to play game. Maybe just a like forty, you know, thirty dollar single player experience. Maybe. Yeah, I, actually, I don't know, because I think what I read was it's going to be both. It's going to be multiplayer and single player. Ah, boo. Yeah, because yeah, they said they want to do something new for multiplayer, which leads me to believe they're still going to have a... Because, like, oh, this is about gangs and these kind of stories. I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw that. Play. There's, like, bank... You know, it looks like... Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's going to be, like, a four-player co-op, because I see, like, a bank vault being broken yeah. into. I see people shooting out of cars and, like, cash money on tables. I'm like... That would be kind of cool if you're just a bunch of undercover like bank robbers using that diet, you know, using that frostbite engine. It was like, great, I don't care, just give me more. <laughs> exactly. Um, this one's really cool. So Sony is going to screen their E3 press conference in movie theaters across the country. I read that. I'm like, that is very cool. I know if I wasn't going to E3, I would definitely go to this fucking thing. You know, that is very cool, and it's already being sold out in cities everywhere. Because um, it's only well, you have to go through a certain time. It's not like you can go and sit through a repeat. Yeah, exactly. It's like at nine nine o'clock um, Eastern, basically six p.m. That's really weird. Right what day is that falling on there? Um, Monday. So Monday, Monday night. This Monday? Uh, not not this Monday, but the Monday of E3, um, the ninth, the Sony press conference. I'm confused. I'm gonna say that. Uh, yeah. This okay. Sony's press conference during E3, which is at nine o'clock Eastern. Ah, okay, okay, okay. They're going to stream that in movie theaters across the country. Uh, I think it's 24 movie theaters across the country. Gotcha. Um, the Regal 14 is showing it right here in Manhattan. But I, I know I would have went. I was like, hell, let's go. But people are already saying, oh, fuck, I couldn't get in, man. You know? But So that's pretty cool. I like that. And I know Nintendo's going to be doing something um, for Best Buy again this year. They're going to have some games playable. Which, yeah, I, I like when companies do that, you know? It's like, hey, here's a little bit of E3 for you guys. I can't attend the show. 
Always yeah, stuff. I mean, Nintendo is in a mode where they need to get people playing their system so people would actually want to buy their system. Yeah, exactly. So, And the only way to do that was to get that in as many hands as possible. It kind of happened with the 3DS. It was like you couldn't appreciate the 3D until you actually saw it. So what did they do? It's like, hey, we need to get this in GameStops and Best Buy so we can come in and be like, what the hell is that thing? And why is Mario in 3D? And yet the player was like, oh, this is kind of neat. Like, Nintendo has got pigeonholes themselves. It's like you can't really can't really appreciate the Wii U gamepad unless you have it in your hands and start using and goofing around for a bit. It's tough to trade. You know, it's kind of like you can't really dig that trailer of a new 3DS game because you're not watching anything in 3D. Yeah, exactly. And uh, let's finish this off with some Watch Dogs news. So, uh, basically, Watch Dogs, they did a, a, like a PR stunt that ended up with like <laughs> SWAT team being called. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. Hilarious. So uh, I, I got. I just skimmed it. Can you, do you have more details on this? I believe it was an Australian kind of gaming news outlet got a weird package in the mail. It looked like a. It they got a black box that kind of looked like a safe with numbers on it, like a keypad, and it started fucking beeping. Yeah. And like, and like what any normal person would think when they get a beeping, goofy-looking box is like, that's fucking weird. We probably need to call the police, and they did, and they got the bomb score. See, and then I guess we saw they actually opened it, and they saw it was like a game and some goodies and stuff. I was, I was kind of hoping they'd do, like, one of those control bursts where they have to take it out to the street. <laughs> that would have been awesome, yeah. And just fucking blow it up. <laughs> uh, and then they're probably wondering, like, man, where's our review copy of Watch Dogs? Like, yeah, I don't know. These guys are asses. And they're like, yeah, we sent them black box. You can blow it up, you jerk. But I love that kind of stuff. I don't think it's the kind of publicity uh, Watch Dogs needs right now. No. Since, since, you know, I'm pretty sure they have Ubisoft has their hands full with the PC, PC version kind of not working. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of not working. I think that's the appreciate scientific term to use for it. Like if, if the, I'm pretty sure if the PC version was working, this is probably not a big deal, but it's just kind of like more bad PR. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe you send that with a letter on the outside saying, hey, this is not a bomb. This yeah, is not a bomb. Watchdogs, like, you guys yeah. are jerks. Oh, yeah, and did you hear um, this turned out to be false, so that Ubisoft, like, if servers were hacked and they asked everyone to change their passwords, but it turned out that wasn't the case. You know, I like a dickhead. I wanted to change my fucking password. <laughs> yeah, it was it was out. It wasn't you know obviously a huge game release it didn't work. I was not expecting Ubisoft server, and not because it's Ubisoft, just because it's a big game. Millions of people have it already. Servers are not going to be up, especially if you're using UPlay. It's not like you know what this is not a first party developer. This is third party doing their thing. It's almost always never work on day one, or at least yeah. a couple hours. If you're doing midnight, wasn't expecting that, but it was just one of those things of uh, you know one person went on Twitter goes. Oh man, they got hacked, and it just everyone kind of ran with it. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's funny how news like that travels because at some point you'd thank you vet, or or even I guess in that time of night you can't really email Ubisoft and be like, hey, were you guys hacked? Because we're just getting stories about you being hacked. So I can imagine what their you know what their next morning was like at nine a.m. when they were just like getting all these <laughs> emails from outlets like hack question mark. Like, yeah, right. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it, that's the other thing people are complaining about. The, like, the servers weren't working. It's day one. What do you expect? It's not gonna work. It's, I mean, I'm I'm kind of half. I mean, I I get that, but most people couldn't play the game. Like, if you were on PC, you couldn't play. Yeah, yeah that's a problem. That that's that's an issue. If you're telling me the online is gonna be choppy or you can't connect the servers, okay, I get that. It's too many people trying to. Do a death match at once, but a game that's not the game that's primarily single player, you sh- there should be a way to play it offline. I agree. I completely agree. If, if, you're, if you're gonna cram this DRM thing down my throat, you have to give me an alternative when this DRM doesn't work. And you know, and we've seen DRMs not working before, so it's not like it's a new thing. It's like, oh man, it's never happened. This has happened plenty of times. EA happened with uh, SimCity. 
servers went up so you couldn't even play your single player game. This is bullshit. Like, they, they need to have a plan in place when something like that does happen. And you can't... And at some point, we have to kind of have to drop this whole, oh, but people are hacking our product, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what? This kind of experience is, is going to lead more people into just pirating your game. Yeah, it's true. You like, know, don't, it's don't find true. a way around. Like, don't really want to play it, but it's like, hey, you know what? This Uplay stuff is such bullshit. I'm going to... If, if you're gonna if, if it's fairly easy to pirate a game, I'm gonna do it. But that's not the kind of message you want to broadcast. You want to reward people who buy your games, not punish them. Exactly. And then, and then you know, and then you hear people who pirate the games like, well, I'm playing it fine. I can't connect online because I'm a fucking pirate. But whatever, I'm playing a single player. And then that has to be infuriating for a person who's actually legitimately excited about the game. Put money down, paid for like a collector's edition download code or something. Hell's all the extra goodies, a nice chat. You know, this guy looks like a twenties uh, gangster, like. And that was the DLC. The DLC is yeah. trying to <laughs> and a Tommy gun, which you can use online, which is weird because one of the presets is like the Chicago way, and you have a Tommy gun, like a big pistol, and like hand grenades. But yeah, I mean, we and they, don't don't punish the people that you know are yeah. good, you know that that they're paying for for, for a single player game. You know, take a take up take take a notes out of uh, CD Projects. Book man, they Witcher has never been on DR. Has never been DRM. It's just DRM free. And that was, and those games are selling just fine. Exactly. And the, and you know what? They were like, hey, you know what? You you want to install on fifty computers? Fucking install on fifty. Computers. You want to give a copy to a friend? Give a copy to a friend because they see it as like, hey, it's more people playing our game. And that yeah, means that's all they care we, about. and that means when we release downloadable content, they might maybe they'll pay for it. Or if we release something else, maybe these will get people super excited about Cyberpunk whenever that comes out. Like, yeah. They have a really interesting E three, and it's just you know, and they said, look, people are gonna pirate the game. There's nothing you can do. And like they're just very honest about it. It's like, hey, if you pirate a game and you actually like it. Maybe buy it later on. Give us, you know, shoot us some money every so often. Go to a store, buy a T-shirt. Like, I like that kind of approach. You know, it's the whole like Louis C.K. where you put a yeah. special, and it's like, hey, if you pirate it, great. If you like it, maybe pay the five dollars for this thing, and you know, that way I can keep working. Like, I, that that's always gonna get my approach. If you're gonna be a person who's just like, I just pirate everything because I'm cool. I'm lead source. I'm like, hey, great. If you like the game, you should probably pay for it. I'm like, in the times where I wasn't making that money, but I wanted to read comic books, I would pirate comic books, and if I really liked an issue. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna buy something online from the DC store, and then you know, as soon as the comic Comicsology app came on, I like out of guilt, I retroactively yeah. bought it back. And I was like, well, I really dug issue four two seven of Batman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go to the three bucks and put it that way. Yeah, I kind of do something similar with Game of Thrones because um, I'm not gonna say too much, but I don't have HBO, but. I buy the box sets every year, so <laughs> I don't feel too bad. <laughs> you know, which comes yeah. out to which comes out to a year of HBO, roughly. Yeah, pretty much. You know, so I'm like, I always buy the box because I love Game of Thrones. It's just I'm not gonna pay for HBO because <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. I don't know. I, I, I feel like you have to be empathetic to maybe your customer situation. Like you know, like you know, gamers in Europe have shitty internet, and like you know what, they can't afford. You know, online DRM just not gonna work for them. Yeah, exactly. But they still want to play your game. You should you should reward people for being excited. For playing and enjoying and looking forward to your game, and like yeah. I said, it's 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 a weird balancing act. Just because at some point people just kind of overboard with it, where it's like, yeah, everyone in Poland just hack, just pirates our game. It's like we're not seeing any money from this. Like, yeah, I get that, but I, there are other nicer ways to combat this. Yeah, so I agree. Just don't be a dick. Just don't, you know. <laughs> To quote Will Wheaton, all right. Um, so that's pretty much it. We spent a lot of time with Watch Dogs, but we needed a, you know, this was the biggest game, so we yeah, haven't. Yeah, big release. I mean, I, we should be able to spend time on the big release. Exactly. And that's um, what we want to do for you guys, and I think we did that pretty well. So, the, um, and we'll talk about it a little bit more next week, because 
is we'll we'll wrap up that story. Like I said, maybe maybe we'll change up. Maybe the story doesn't turn. Maybe Aiden becomes like a fucking patron saint. We're like, man, this guy's amazing. He's a well-developed, well-rounded character with all personality and. I, I, I can't. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at this point, we're both like, I don't know about you, Watch Dogs story. I don't know about you. I mean, if, if you told me tomorrow I could never play Watch Dogs again for the rest of my life, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'm sorry. That like, sucks. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, 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 I'm having more fun with Wolfenstein at the moment. So. Yeah, so yeah, that's where we're going. Nice segue, by the way. Uh, what have we been playing um, besides Watch Dogs? Pro, so, yeah. tell, tell us. Pro, <laughs> pro face. All right. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, so Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my review copy finally came in for Wolfenstein. I was supposed to get it a few week uh, a few weeks ago, but it was sent to our colleague Kenneth, who's like, I don't have an Xbox One. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I finally got it today. I was able to do an hour or so of it. Um, finally got past the PAX part that I got in the game, where I just like, you know, if you played Wolfenstein before, it's very reminiscent of a Wolfenstein. You're shooting Nazis with backpacks and electrodes and part cyborg. Also, been there, done that, robot dog shooting him in the face, knife in the nuts, like, good. Uh, the game really makes a turn once you get, uh, once you wake up in the insane asylum, because, uh, you know, you suffer a head injury and you're comatose for, like, 20 years. Comatose, but you don't, but you don't seem to age, and hey. you seem to move around just fine as soon as yeah, you snap out of Yeah, your muscles don't atrophy or anything? No, 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 they must have, like, hooked electrodes up to your body and just slowly stimulated you when you were not there. <laughs> But now nah, you you get up and immediately start killing dudes like effortless like it all, like riding a bike you just remember how to kill dudes with just like ruthless <laughs> efficiency. Um, so yeah, I'm still in the asylum, but I was like, all right, great. And I love that turn where it's kind of like you see how the Nazis took over, and you know this is a world where they literally took over the fucking world. Yeah, like, that's kind of neat. And like, well, not neat that the Nazis won, but you're like, I don't think I've done a time. You know, I don't think I've done yeah, this they've scenario. Done, that game has good world building. Yes, it does. Because you did that, you know, you did the interview with the music. Like, music plays a really large role. It's funny you play the radio. I'm like, that's a Beatles song, but in German. Yeah, exactly. That's weird. And then, like, there's a lot of tidbits and a lot of just, like, little Easter eggs in the world where you find out more more information. Like, you know, apparently the Beatles get, uh, this. they're like, hey, we found this band in England. And they, apparently the Nazis kind of swoop in and made them do propaganda music. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the Beatles never became, like, the worldwide sensation because they were too busy doing, like, propaganda music videos and stuff like that. So they never became like a pop hit. They just kind of got like absorbed into like the Nazi war slash propaganda machine. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And then it's really good when you get like little updates on like landmarks or like, you know, uh, New York was like nuked beyond record. Like New York does not exist anymore. Wow. Like, most of the Eastern Seaboard is just gone. And like that, like that stuff's really cool. And you never go there. At least I assume you don't go there. But you start hearing these things, and you're like, oh, well, that's that's kind of that's a bummer. That's kind of neat. But uh, I don't know. I'm playing through right now. Expect a review maybe by the weekend. But uh, like I said, I'm, I'm I was really looking forward to it because I, you know, like like I mentioned earlier, it didn't preview well for me at all. And you know, this may be the second time I got to see prior to me actually getting a retail version. I maybe saw this game twice, like kind of the same sequence again. I'm like, well, whatever. It's more Wolfenstein. And once yeah. you kind of get past more, it's more Wolfenstein. It's actually not bad because there's like a perk system inside. So the, Excuse me, I'm just all over the place and not healthy. But um, <laughs> it's all right, man. <laughs> but um, but you know, there's a perk system, so it's like, hey, if you're doing really good at pistols, all of a sudden it's like, hey, you just unlock the perk to make your pistol loading quicker, or like, hey, you're doing you know knife things, you can throw a knife, and it's like you unlock extra knife throws. I'm like, well, that's kind of neat. Uh, only problem is you don't really know what you have until you actually like look for it. So it's like, hey, you unlock the perk. I'm like, all right, great. And I just never bother checking up on it. So it could be like, you know, survive longer. I don't know. I can do that, but he is so great. But uh, I'm looking forward, you know, I'm looking forward to actually playing through that game. I'll 
I'll do the palate cleanser of uh, Wolfenstein, then maybe Watch Dogs and Wolfenstein, and then maybe like Super Time Force. Like I'm gonna try to do a nice little kick video for Super Time Force because that's a really cool game, and I don't think I don't think words can do it justice. So I rather I rather someone just see a playthrough of yeah. Super Time Force and see like, oh okay, I get it because it's a tough game to just explain. That's just me being lazy too, but just like <laughs> I rather show you, I rather just show you. But, there you um, go. But we'll see how that works. Like I said, it's always good to. It's always good to have a couple of options of playing. Like, always, I've always dreaded like the summer where it's like, oh, there are no games to play. I have to be like social to get a life. But, but no, no, I'll find something. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, I mean, Watch Dogs is pretty much the only game I've been playing. But I will, I've started playing this. Uh, I'll show it to you guys. See if you can see that. Review embargo broken. Oh no! What if? Oh wait, hold on. No, it's not. It actually just came out uh today. Can you see that plastic layer, Sly Cooper? Um, it's the whole collection. Oh, um, so this is gonna be. I love the, the entire game. I mean, obviously, with these kind of games for you know for review, I only have to play them for a couple of hours just to see how it plays. Throw a throw a couple words together, and that's it. Um, I'll probably have that for you guys on Monday. Um, it'll be fun. It's funny. I've had the collection on my PS3 since 2010, and I've never opened it. <laughs> it's still in the shrink wrap, so it's funny that I get to play it on the Vita now. But yeah, Sly Cooper's always fun. That's a, you know, it's like, hey, Sucker Punch, you did that. Now you do Infamous, can you do something else? Too? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much, I expect myself to be playing Watch Dogs and Sly Cooper just back and forth and stuff, and yep, that, that's pretty much it. There's not, not much else. There, you know, you, you talked about the summer drive. I'm not going to have that problem, dude. I have such a big backlog. Yeah, I, I have a feeling for some people, I think Watch Dogs would be like a really good backlog game. I think so, yeah, I think so. Like I think you divorce yourself from the hype, or someone who just like really doesn't care about the hype, or is just like, oh, is this watch like game any good? I think someone like that would be like, wow, this is a really fun game. Yeah, they could easily spend an entire summer playing it. I could definitely see that. Oh, you want to hear something neat? Um, What's up? You know, we talk about like you know the the console wars and you know Sony versus Microsoft and Nintendo versus the world. We forget that like hardware companies really fucking hate each other. So uh, AMD just called uh, Nvidia a clear and present danger to gamers. <laughs> what? <laughs> In an interview in Forbes, which is kind of hilarious. And, That's awesome. And I think they meant, and I think it's because uh, uh, AMD is telling, like, you know, sometimes NVIDIA being, like, the sole, like, preferred uh, preferred video card for certain games actually hurts the game because it's, like, the inferior video card. Okay. And then I think they cited kind of Watch Dogs as an example where it's like, hey, you know, people are saying, like, hey, this is the video card for Watch Dogs. I was like, no. Kind of runs like us. Ah, you should see what it looks like on an AMD. And I'm like, I love when hardware companies go at it. Like, I want to see like Logitech and GameShark just fucking That'd be exchange awesome. words. Like, yeah, I know some people don't like that. You know, when these companies go at it, I love it. <laughs> I love when they go at it because it's like super childish, and it's like, how can two companies? These are corporate entities. These aren't like <laughs> people. It's not like Joe Sony versus like Hector Microsoft. It's like no, it's these nine thousand people. It's their social media team versus their essentially it's one social media team versus another social media team, and you're just waiting yeah. for the first person to accidentally call the other side an N-word and then have to like apologize on on Twitter and so it's like we're really sorry we got rid of that guy we got a Rosales and, like, I, yeah I, I love those kind of shenanigans that happen but yeah apparently clear I'm mean, NVIDIA calling uh, AMD calling NVIDIA clear and present danger clear and present danger that's, I love that's that not, yeah that's not overly dramatic right that's great <laughs> I love it alright guys so thanks for watching and listening um, tonight, I, it's just me and George. It's just me and George Power Hour, and right. not great. <laughs> All right, so thank you to myself and George Jimenez. 
You're welcome, George. I'm going to meet myself because I don't have Ryan here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was your host, Tony Polanco. We'll see you next time. Watch out for my Watch Dogs videos. They're coming. They're going to be awesome. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. All right, guys. See you next time. Peace out. No dogs on Watch Dogs.